0: are back welcome to the listening circle this is episode nine and we're all very excited to review the new gojira album fortitude we've got an incredible cast today including the return of my dude luke Pistachi. how's it going luke
1: it's going well i'm glad to be back elias glad to hang out with the homies and talk over a great
0: great album hell yeah dude super excited to have you back and then we've also got one of our most frequent guests on the show. Returning is Dante. What's up?
2: What's up, my dudes? You can't you can't live without me. You can't live without me.
0: <laughs> and returning for a second time, hopefully he listened to the correct album this time. We have Eric. I definitely listened to the proper album this time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Deftones. Fuck Deftones. <laughs> And last but not least, we have a newcomer here, someone I've known since high school, someone with impeccable music taste. Super happy to finally have you on. We have Dave Rosales. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on. So, Fortitude is the seventh album from French progressive death metal band Gojira. This is a band that I think all of us have been listening to for quite a while now. Uh, I'm a huge fan. They kind of rose to fame in 2005 with From Mars to Sirius within like kind of the broader metal community, my personal favorite album of theirs. And uh, ever since then, they've signed on to Roadrunner Records. They've kind of evolved their sound or changed their sound, depending on who you ask, uh, to be a little more less heavy, more accessible. Um, And, you know, they've made that change for better or for worse. So we'll discuss all of that today. Because of this new sound, they've reached new heights of popularity. They were nominated for a couple Grammys on their previous album. And yeah, we have a lot of thoughts. Everyone has a lot of thoughts and we're super excited to get into it. So who wants to start? What are everyone's overall thoughts on this album?
2: Space, base. bass. Okay, listen. All right. All right. Spicy take, my dude. Spicy take, spicy takes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Let's go. I actually prefer the sound over their uh, earlier sounds. I'm gonna be upfront about it, and I know a lot of people are gonna hate me for that because I also prefer uh modern Opeth over older
1: Opeth. So fight me! I don't know. Um, oh man, yeah. well, <laughs> I will say that that is an interesting take, but but why exactly? What do you like about their uh, their new
2: sound? So the ethereal vi- vibe they're giving for this one, it felt like more of an experience versus the older ones, like the older albums. While they were good, definitely made me like just. It just made me feel like, yeah, that was awesome. That was brutal. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. That's all the feelings I ever got from Gojira. Versus from this album particularly, I just felt like I I had like I definitely had an emotional feeling leaving it, especially the last few songs. And the guitar and the bass kind of just really plug into me the way like they've always been good on that on that end. Their guitar, their bass always really well. But for something, for some reason that that grew, it felt like Pantera, like in a groove sense. With better, stronger themes outside of, you know, redneck metal, which I love, but it had a deeper kind of personal tone to it. And I really appreciated that. So I definitely really dug this album really to its core.
1: They certainly had a different approach to their lyricism. And I can totally understand that. Even the way the lyrics sound, they did have, like, this kind of, like, etheric coasting over, like, a lot of the riffs and stuff. And it sounded, sounded really good. It sounds like Gojira, but it also, like, there was, a, there was a calming to it. There was a connection,
0: for sure. Exactly. Eric, what'd you think?
3: All right, so they definitely changed their sound on this album, and I- I'm with it, but I'm on the opposite camp of Dante, where I'm with you, Elias. Like, From Mars to Cirrus is my fucking jam, and that, plus, like, The Way of All Flesh, and especially some of their, like, really experimental earlier albums, I'm all about that shit. That shit is so fucking heavy. They get some really, like, groovy harmonic riffs throughout some of their earlier stuff. But on this album, where they have those, as Dante was saying, that, like, a little bit more, like, ethereal, like, i i don't want to say necessarily lighter sound because like they're a metal band but it it is um i i like that stuff and they still offered tracks on the album overall that like that itched my, my my little heavy button right there like sphinx was my favorite track off this whole fucking album and that 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 track shreds
0: huh what'd you think of born of born for one thing i think that was one of the heavier tracks for I also really like that
3: track as well, too.
0: Yeah, I think that was my favorite one. Dave, what do you think? I thought this was a really weird album,
4: and I feel like I kind of ruined the album for myself. Because the way I've kind of noticed it, it, was like the first four songs, four or five, were heavy, and they were getting heavy and heavier. Out of nowhere, Fortitude and the Chant comes in, and it drastically slows everything down. Which I feel like is weird for Gojira. Then it reminded me of other like mediocre albums where the beginning of the album is interesting. You get lost or lose interest in it halfway, and then you kind of either like the ending or you don't. I feel like the last half or the last few songs in the album were not as heavy as the beginning, but a little faster than the chant. And I feel like that just kind of ruined it for me. I did wow. like the album overall, but I just feel like it was a weird tempo and pacing overall
0: that's interesting because for me like i actually like the second half more than the first half just because like i don't know i like because i was actually listening to this album in the shower this morning and like i had to skip through like i think amazonia halfway through because i was just like the these first few tracks i you love know why why
3: those were all the singles dude those were Ooh, all of the part fucking of it. singles I was about before the album and i do the same shit i like the back half <laughs> of the album more.
2: Okay. Okay, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't listen to the singles. I listened to the album all the way through. I agree with Elias.
0: Yeah, like the first- I song do too. Like- it's kind of Gojira by the numbers in a way, where it's like, okay, like heavy riff here, breakdown here, like uh, sing-songy chorus here, like I don't know, it, like and it's good. But I feel like the second half was when they really like diverged and experimented and like it just touched were, yeah.
2: me more because initially going into this album, I thought I was like, okay, this is gonna be like typical Gojira, very you know, da 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 you know, very just that that typical way. And then the second half, I don't know, it just touched me and I felt emotional listening to it, yeah. and it just. I don't know. I I I can't explain to the words the way I normally do. This one just it it emotional level definitely put me into a place where I, I I I kind of felt what they were going for, what they were trying to achieve, what they were trying to say, and it felt deeper than any moment I've listened to a Gojira album. I've never had that yeah. with the Gojira album, so it was really interesting to feel. So
0: yeah, and I think that they kind of like basically my interpretation of this album is like this is what they were trying to do on magma and i think magma didn't quite get there because they were still like stuck in their old way of doing things in a way but then like i feel like they really pushed forward with this album and like completed that whole vision i don't know
3: i agree with that wholeheartedly yeah 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 i totally agree do
0: you guys have any like favorite tracks
3: okay the first the
2: first track is definitely like typical gojir by the numbers but the bass on that on that first track, uh blanking on the name right now. <laughs> Born, what is it called? Born
0: Born for One Thing.
2: Born from One Thing, the bass on that. Very oh, like yeah. very Pantera, very southern groove metal, you know, very just like deep into that. I dug that a lot. And I would say also uh Into the Storm was also a really cool track for me as well. I um, liked Into the Storm a lot too. Yeah.
0: Into the Storm has probably the best chorus out of any of the songs. Yeah. Yeah, so that's another be...
2: thing. the The chorus is really good on all these out, al- uh, all these tracks too.
1: Mm-hmm. The songs that really stuck out for me in this album, I would say two two come to mind, and I really liked Amazonia, and I really liked Hold On. And I will have to agree that Amazonia definitely has like that. It it sounds like a Gojira song. It's and I, I think that's one reason why I like it so much. But I really took the time. As I'm like having this album on repeat for the past couple of weeks, um, or mostly the singles because they came out hella early, um, I was really listening to the lyrics, and Amazonia and Hold On really gripped me. Um, Hold On I felt like was a very personal message, and I felt like Amazonia was a very spiritual message about this great thing that we have on our planet that's getting that's getting messed up right now, and yeah. I thought. That was a very, I don't know, powerful message to plug into your album. Um, I also really liked Amazonia just because of the usage of the jaw harp when they were having the throat singing parts. I thought that was really cool, really fun. Um, Guitar riffs, very Gojira sounding. I would say this song is the closest thing that almost, I don't want to say mimics, but retains a lot of uh, musicality from something like Magma. And yeah, Hold On, I felt like just really gripped onto me personally and like some kind of like shit i've been going through through like the past couple of months and it it just felt like one of those songs that you hear every now and then you're like damn i really needed to hear that
0: yeah i really like the lyrics i think that um one thing i really appreciate about this band just like throughout their whole career they've had like kind of this like super environmental super like we need to do something kind of message and uh it's cool to see them be so passionate about something like even the like fundraiser um uh auction thing that they did uh for amazonia was really cool where they auctioned off a bunch of musical instruments and like donated all the money to the amazon rainforest yeah um,
3: yeah i i very much like how gojira they they draw attention to it like amazonia like the track title pretty much says everything like tells you what they want you to know about and like they've they've done this for a long time and i really like that about them
1: It doesn't make it sound like it's some kind of like pity track. It all, it like they really throw in the message of like this is a really big part of our planet and it's powerful, it holds a very like deep intrinsic value to a lot of people who not only live there but around the world and it's being damaged. Like, you know, I mean, Elias, you and I we listen to like a lot of system and it's really cool to see like the artists and bands who do that sort of thing where they plug in a a world-level message that they believe people need to still be aware about. Because mm-hmm. I remember, like, I think the whole Amazon, like, the Amazon burning thing, like, that was, like, news, like, what, last year? Maybe 2019? I can't recall. But... Nah,
3: dude, uh, that shit's been going on for, like, a decade. I remember that.
1: No, oh, no, I, I know that, but I'm saying, like, when it got into, like, the mainstream media and, like, when people were, you know, making articles about it and posting memes on it and shit like that, like, it, it became a trend when Gojira is very much, like, we're gonna plug it back in. It's not it's something definitely that
2: late be- twenty nineteen, uh, and then we had the, also the Australian fires too. So it was it's yes, it's yeah. not just like hey, it's an am only an Amazon thing. It's a kind of a global thing because it happens in California, it happens in Australia. So it's it's definitely something that's getting really really serious, and we need to really pay attention to this, as I would think is the main point of really of it all. And
3: on top yeah. of that, what which track was about um crap? I can't even remember. Because I'm I'm pretty baked and I haven't eaten today. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, what what, what track Wake is and Baker? It Where it's fucking entirely about like the wayward sons of that country in Asia that's being completely displaced. Oh, uh, the chant. Yeah, the chant. The chant. Yeah.
1: That was a good yeah, track
3: too. Oh yeah, great track. Fucking yeah. like multiple tracks on this have like social implications, which yeah. is fucking pr- pretty radical. Oh, yeah. yeah, brother. That, those are just off the top of the dome.
4: Yeah, that was probably my favorite track on that album.
0: Yeah, the, the chant. chant. Like, I think that they're because hey. I was actually thinking about this this morning because I, I listened to the song Hold On and like I don't really like the intro in that song, but like I think that that whole like kind of chanting like uh just thing that they do on Fortitude and the Chant, I think it works way better in those two songs, and I could totally imagine myself. In gojira concert, just like oh, like with all their hands (laughs) in the air and everything, like that's just when they first, (laughs) like a total fear of the dark. Yes, fear of the dark, that sort of thing. Yeah,
4: they Um, first released that track on YouTube, or when when they released it as a single. Every single comment was about that. Just here's the lyrics to the song. (laughs) Just scream, and there's like a bunch of comments where it's like, imagine a a stage or a stadium with twenty thousand people just
0: saying ah the
4: entire time yeah i
0: love it love it yeah the only thing the okay the one thing i'll say about the lyrics is that a lot of times it's pretty hard to tell what he was actually saying unless you look it up (laughs) like like i'm listening to born for one thing and i'm like Wait, born for what? What are we born for? Like, this feels pretty important, and he just, like, mumbles that part of it. I had to look it up. I'm not
1: going to lie, though. I feel like I've had to do that for a lot of Gojira albums in general. Like, don't get me wrong. I I think Joe is a great uh, front man. I just kind of sometimes i don't know what they're saying i kind yeah. of have to do a little research
2: <laughs> i mean that's just me personally i never understand lyrics properly i'll hear one thing i be like and i'll think that's the song lyric for years and then somebody like that's not what he said i was like what <laughs> yeah. what are you talking that about
3: for me all the time too i'll my brain will just insert whatever it says is right and i'll be like yeah i understand that yeah <laughs>
2: i've done that to like especially like famous songs too so like i'll only i won't even look up the title of the song and just know it by some false chorus and so like that yeah like that song but but about it i'm like it's not the name of the song what is the name of the song and then they'll tell me the proper title i'll be like
3: but dumbass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Elias, what's
3: that you went to the was it it was uh i either went and saw this with you or garrett but did we see gojira and mastodon together It was both of us, yeah. I remember Garrett was there. Okay, so yeah. Fucking, do you remember, it was like Cavalash or whatever the first band was, then Gojira played, and then Mastodon. Uh-huh. Do you remember the absolute disparity in size of the pit between Gojira and Macedon? Oh, absolutely. And how (laughs) how Mastodon's pit (laughs) just dwarfed Gojira?
0: (laughs) And I'm sitting there on the balcony going, this is backwards <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. yeah gojira should have been the headliner for that one but i had
2: that i had yeah. that similar experience uh i saw it was Amon Marth came on first freaking killed it mm-hmm. mastodon comes on we're all just sitting there in the field going like uh just freaking next band please i don't even care who it is and the rob zombie yeah. comes on and everyone's like hype again
3: yep <laughs> See- I don't even dislike Macedon that much. I like Macedon. They're a good band, but like shit, dude. It was it was disappointing. Yeah, you can't see. just like
0: look down the whole time while you're playing and like not engage with the audience at all.
3: So it
2: feel, felt like a middle school jazz band in rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, yeah, Gojira has has never failed live. I've seen him three times and like it's just such a blast every time. I feel like the the passion that they have for like the things that they're talking about and the music itself and like the technical rhythms and everything they're just like they're just on fire the whole time.
1: I'd love to see them live. I still haven't just gotten around to finding
0: the for time to grab a ticket. Yep, yeah. I've seen them
4: live once for like forty five minutes, and they pretty much were the best bands. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're opening for Deftones later this year. I think that'll be a fun one. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. They were supposed
4: to tour with Deftones
0: last year. It was like
4: them, Deftones, and I think Poppy.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, it's that same tour. It got rescheduled. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're coming here to Kansas City on a fucking Wednesday, I think.
1: It's just an excuse to get hammered on a Wednesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good point. good, point. good
0: on a Wednesday so overall what would you say your rating of this album would be out of 10
2: i feel like i would give it a strong like 8.5
0: i'd give it
1: like a 9 out of 10 yeah
2: yeah like i'm feeling between there like 8.5 and 9 i have to listen to it again like i i mean i've been digging it don't get me wrong i kind of want to slap Fantana for giving it a light seven i felt that was super like where is that coming
0: from <laughs> Oh, are imagine you... how I felt when he gave Mashuga a not good review. That pissed me off. Not so good. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. As far as this album, yeah, I would I would go more of an eight. I think like it's I don't think it's gonna ever be my favorite Gojira album. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I I think it's it's good. It's like if there's a few songs that are every now and then skippable, like that's also fine. You know, like I think it's overall a pretty good album.
3: I also give it an 8 I like this album but I think I like this album because it made me want to go listen to like their older shit
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, That's a really good point actually, I remember like after listening to this album I wanted to go back and listen to Magma and I know a lot of people or I don't think I've heard anyone here say that Magma is their favorite Gojira album um, I would say Magma's probably the one I listen to the most I just get really hyped listening to that album um but yeah this album really made me want to go back and just check out the stuff that i liked more or like better
3: oh yeah this uh this album definitely reinforces that i like gojira
2: (laughs) 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 i think i think this this album convinced me that i like gojira because as i was on the fence about them like uh, not in the sense that i thought they sucked i was like it's like yeah i could live without them is my my overall feel but this album was like you know i I do like gojira fuck that (laughs) yeah
0: well it was weird for me growing up because like i loved gojira i discovered them like 2014 2015 and that was right before magma came out and then when magma came out i was like oh eh, this is okay and so it was like the first like big disappointment like musically that i've ever had in my life and so like that's why i really <laughs> needed this album to be good but um... i need this album to be good man you gotta give me my fix man yeah <laughs> yeah i'm glad it turned out good and i'm actually kind of curious just because like i want to give us kind of a, a little little bit of a throwback for those of us who remember the first listening circle episode when we did the tool review um and i'm curious because like that was also an album that was super hyped by all of us right and then like we reviewed it and we were like pretty positive for most of it but then i think i remember like a few months later it was like okay it's kind of like lost a little bit of its edge you know like none of us are really listening to this as much now right and so i'm like kind of curious if that happens with this album or if that happens with a lot of albums where there's a lot of hype and then after a while it's like eh, it's whatever you know kind of makes you see it differently i
2: i've maybe felt that way about a couple of albums we reviewed on this podcast Especially that Tool album I feel like that Tool review I was kind of just being polite Because I, I felt like I was going to get If I said one controversial opinion around you guys You were just going to like Dude, What you say about de- Tool?
1: <laughs> we're dealing with potential Tool fans Who were listening to that Like they would have been at your throats At your front yeah. door Throwing you out on the porch <laughs> Yeah.
2: So looking <laughs> Dude, back I album. honestly think that sh- album shit Like honestly yeah. other, Outside I, of Temptus Like I could fucking die without that album I, like, I
3: fell asleep with that album on The ultimate <laughs> <sin> <laughs> (laughs)
2: but uh looking back on a couple of albums we reviewed i don't know like like i i I, for a while i thought i was gonna hate that run the jewels album because i thought i would play it to death i still fucking love that run the jewels album i still love that idols album so, uh, especially the Jesse Ware album, I thought the Jesse Ware album was gonna wear itself off. And pun ah. intended, fuck you. Uh, I loved it still. <laughs> so you know, maybe, maybe uh, let's see from like a couple months from now. I'll post on the Discord here and say, yeah, you know, uh, it was maybe greater. I'll see my thoughts. But overall, I I loved the the album. I loved the guitar. I loved like the tone on the guitar. I love the bass. I love the drums. I love like every the instrumental is definitely. Key in this album, and it's definitely mm. not a weak album. Anton may not have been perfect, but it was gorgeous from start. You to
1: were me. you were
2: entertained. You enjoyed yourself. Yeah, I definitely yeah. did. Yeah,
0: damn! Shots fired on the Tool album. Holy shit! Yeah, I was like, yeah, that that <laughs> <Tool> album. That, <laughs> Tool albums, I was expecting uh, like, a, eh, I don't like it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think uh, I think Fortitude is going to have a similar effect. I I don't think I'm going to be listening to this album a lot in the future, but I. I can already say there are plenty of songs. I'd say at least half from this album that I've saved on a like different Spotify playlists. And I, I like those tracks. I'm going to be listening to them for quite a while.
0: Yeah. I'm curious what they'll do with their next album. If it's just going to be like a pop album or if they're going to like keep doing this sort of thing.
3: Here's what but... I want them to do, dude. I just want them to go 50, 50, give me half of like what they did on this album and then, give me the other half the way of all flesh, like yeah, mark serious, like give me the heavy with this lighter tone stuff, so you can like get those singles out, get those seats in the cushions, <laughs> but still give me my fix,
0: yeah, I feel that I mean a lot of, they could pull a Metallica and just like go, oh, we're gonna go back to the old days now, like you know, maybe yeah, mm-hmm. but that'd
2: be cringe because when Metallica did it, it was really bad. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> did you guys um a fun fact about this album uh from what i i read this somewhere that was like the the album artwork was actually like joe he he painted it himself uh the front man and uh it's based off of like a really old like 1800s austrian painting it's like a it's like a mirrored version of it interesting oh, interesting
3: huh. yeah this, uh this album art does justice to the Gojira art lineup.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, it has that For vibe. Sure. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. You could probably find the painting uh, online somewhere. I think it was by uh, Gustav Klimpt or something like that. Uh, it basically, the paintings look almost identical. They just look mirrored. I think it has like a warrior, um, like Athens-looking guard woman and she's like holding a spear in the other hand or some shit. It it's pretty cool. I thought that oh, was a really cool fact. Oh he's the guy that did that The that, that painting the,
2: the woman in the gold dress. Yeah with the helmet. Yeah yeah. He does a lot of women paintings
0: <laughs> that he do. Uh any other fun facts about the album?
3: It was based. <laughs> there you
0: go. That's <laughs> all we just <laughs> <in the laughs> <editing> <mate. laughs>